Coming at you from the Steel City, you're listening to Poor Man's Podcast, Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast. Your weekly dose of humor hosted by Chris Hopper and with a new special guest each week. And here's your host, Chris Hopper. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Poor Man's Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, along with me, not as always, but I'm so happy to see her back here. We have the wonderful, the beautiful Shaylee, baby. Shay, how are you doing this evening? <laughs> Fantastic. There you go. Fantastic. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you. <laughs> and if, if you recognize that clap, <laughs> the guy with the clap is Dustin Dowling, ladies and gentlemen. Dustin, yay! Oh, shit, wrong one. There we go. Audience always seems to hate me. The laugh is appropriate. Okay. No, the laugh is, yeah, the comedian. laugh is a good thing. Okay, cool. <laughs> I just wanted to hear the laugh at the end. I don't think I've ever heard that entire clip to the end. The, uh, the extra laughing at the end really makes it. The one little it. solo laugh at the end. But here we are live at 565 Live in Bellevue. Definitely stop down. They have opened my comedy on Thursdays. Um, apparently, birthday parties on Thursday, too, Dustin, right? Yeah, they apparently have, <laughs> have birthday parties on Thursday, too. Uh, I guess Dustin came down for an open mic the other day, and it was uh, birthday-themed, I guess. Yeah, but it was worth it, because I met uh, comedian Derek Minto outside. Yeah. As I was walking away, he literally yelled, Dustin Dowling? <laughs> oh! And I turned around, and I was like, hey, Derek, and immediate hug. So oh. I got a hug, and I haven't had a hug well, in a while. Well, there you go. It was all so worth the drive. It was, it was worth it for that hug. Well, yeah, we have open mic comedy. We, 565 has open mic comedy on Thursdays. They have live music on Friday and Saturday. Definitely stop down. Super cool vibe. Super cool bar. The people that work here are awesome. Check out 565 Grill upstairs as well. Shay. Yes, sir. We're going to hit that rundown. <laughs> Look at us with the, with the sounds. Also, I'm on the board and the video and everything else. So uh-huh. bear with me, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching the live feed, which I should have up uh, momentarily here. But... Like I said, we're here five six five Shay. <laughs> yes, sir. You've had you've had quite a week, haven't you? Oh, I've had a couple two weeks, quite a couple two weeks. Yeah, it's it's November been rough. 16th. Yeah, it's been. I, I before we get into all of our stuff, I just briefly I want everybody to know the plight you've gone through for the last month. Okay, briefly. Yes. Uh, November sixteenth, eleven thirty at night. My car was parked outside my house legally. And um, an under uh, a very young, recently eighteen, um, not licensed driver smashed into the back of my car, um, knocked me up onto the sidewalk. So um, after that happened, I thought everything was was good. Got it towed. Well, the police towed it to to the local tow place. Um, then my insurance denied any coverage. His insurance it has Pennsylvania state minimum of only five thousand dollars. The adjuster came and deemed it completely totaled. So to fix it's twenty thousand. It's worth twenty two thousand, but it's totaled if it's over seventy. If it takes more than seventy percent for it to be fixed. Um so no one no one's paying for it. No one's covering the So yeah. So just the the Cliff Notes version for everybody. Shay uh was parked outside of her house legally. Some guy came flying down the street, wrecked into her car, and now Shay's out what? 
there, I'm out technically $14,000. There you go. That's what you get for parking <laughs> in front of your house, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, out $14,000. So I'm still currently paying insurance and um, my car note on a car that I don't have that's totaled because of somebody else. Um, and every insurance party involved has completely f- fucked me over. Yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. Oh, bah humbug. Yeah. And I can't get a lawyer to cover it, like to help because I'm not injured. So they're like, oh, you weren't hurt? You weren't in the car? I'm like, no. Yeah. Awesome the, the, the whole thing like, seems, no. I, I feel like there should be like a, I, and I realized, you know, I don't know the fine print of the policies, but like if somebody wrecks into your car, it feels like it should be more on there, them. Yeah. And like you said, you're getting charged uh, for having your car in a lot or in oh, a Oh, yeah. So obviously it had to get towed. Like the ambulance came, police came because they had to like the fire truck. I mean, the, the fire department, they came because they had to clean up the road because it was like completely destroyed. Um, so obviously they had to have it towed. So like I didn't opt in to have it towed. They yeah. had to have a toad off of the sidewalk. And um, when the adjuster went to go look at my car, told them that I was getting some insurance money, which, as we've heard, is absolutely not shit. Um, so now the tow bill is up to $3,000 just for having it sit there. Not yeah. drivable. That's so crazy. Just yeah. just sitting outside of your house and now you have that giant bill. Mm-hmm. And that was $3,000 last Wednesday. And then every day they just charge more and more and more. Every day. That's crazy how that Sundays. works. That's so crazy. <laughs> that seems so shady. Yeah. And, and then what? they won't release. I can't get the car out of the tow place to like stop the bills until they get paid. I can't get it out until I get a salvage title. I can't get a salvage title because I don't have the original title because I still owe $14,000 on the car. Well, it sounds like you're fucked, Shay. <laughs> it really fucked. <laughs> Hello. Merry Christmas. Yeah, there you go. And happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, it's a holiday season. So I guess when it rains, it pours, It's just Shay. like the time for giving. I like, guess so. You know, why not give you bills? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you have a plethora I'm now. Blessed. So good for you, Shay. <laughs> it sucks, dude. I, I don't understand any of that. I feel like there should be like a common sense thing where it's like you obviously had nothing to do with it. I feel like the insurance on the other side should probably have to oh, I deal with that agree. more than you. Like you He didn't have a did. license. They didn't search him. He was with two other kids he supposedly just met that day. He lives in New Kensington. Mind you, this is in New Brighton. Yeah. So he's it's a like, hike, man. Right. Um, you didn't think to search his car or any of the book bags that all of these. I think the heroin in New Brighton's better. I mean, I would assume <laughs> so. When you drive like an hour for it, I would. Uh, hey, man, that's why you go hey. to Beaver County, I guess. For fuck's sake. But Shay, I'm sorry to have to hear about all that. That <laughs> sucks. Hopefully everything works out. That's why I wanted to mention it, man. Maybe there's a lawyer listening. Maybe there's something that somebody can help you, man. Definitely yeah. sounds like you need uh, a lawyer. Definitely sounds like we need to start drinking some beers. I'm I'm glad you said that, Dustin. <laughs> I'm glad Dustin spoke up so we can get back on, on topic a little bit because, Shay, I feel like that's so bad and I felt like you needed to, to, to tell everybody a little bit because we haven't seen you for a month now. Yeah, last time we saw you was the last time Dustin was in here. I know. Cheers oh, to that's that. That's crazy. Oh, all right. We had Talking get, Tech um, with Dustin Dowling, the TT with the DD, and we have it again tonight. That's good. Yeah. There we go. I'm a pro now. I'm a pro now, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do that. He has the best um, tech kind of uh, holiday gifts, right? Yeah, we can have a conversation yeah. about it. We got, I got some things to talk yeah. about, yeah. There, there's a few things we want to talk about. I definitely want to talk about that. Uh, we have uh, guest uh, comedian Zach Funk later tonight. I'm excited to talk to him. We have stuff to do in Pittsburgh with the weekend guy. They always have really great stuff. I think Britt is doing it this week. And as Dustin was alluding to, we have beers of the week. Um, Dustin, this, this month that we're seeing you, I have the Aurochs again because last month – 
it slipped my mind that you, you, you and gluten don't get a, get well, along. I don't super. know if it's gluten. That's oh, really? Problem, but I am positive that I'm allergic to most beers. I just okay. know it's like the cheap beers. It's like Coors or Miller Lite. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of other beers, too. And so I usually stick to Yingling. Um, and or So I think you had a lager last time that I don't think bugged me. So far, I drank half of this, and it has not bugged me. Oh, good. So. Well, yeah. Well, that is gluten-free. So, so maybe, <laughs> like maybe it is. I'm here and figure out if I'm going to be allergic or not. It's like <laughs> half the show. Yeah. So one well, time you're going to cut to me, I'm just going to be like... I feel like the first time you told me, and then the second time, I probably should have remembered, but I didn't. And then we gave you a beer, and like you were like three quarters of the way through, and you're like, I hope I don't, uh, my I throat doesn't swell up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but we're all good now. We're, we're happy to see. We'll, we'll discuss that in one second. I just want to touch on a couple more things. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost a bet, so I have to shout out to Daquan and Austin. I lost in darts again, so I told them I would shout them out last week. Uh, I forgot that. So, yet again, um, here you are, Dustin and uh, Daquan. Dustin. Daquan. Always, I always. said Daquan and Austin, and it worked out to be Dustin. <laughs> Clever. No, like it was. That's genuinely what it was. Don't mistake Daquan's name. I obsess over him. Yeah. Okay. We all know that. I apologize, DQ. Thank you. I'll just go with that for now on. There you go. Um, some other news I wanted to touch on today. Today is the anniversary of prohibition being lifted on December fifth, Dustin. So let's raise one of that, Shay. Where's your? Do you have your Getting bottle of Fireball over there? No, I don't. Fuck you were going to say yes. I was no. so ready to take one. I know, Shay. Well, we were going to do that for the second half. It's, I can literally <laughs> see it. I'll grab it. Go grab it then. I okay, mean, you, you, you don't actually have to. And then, then one, well, a couple other things. Uh, Dustin, maybe you can touch on this. Matt Light has his ugly sweater mm-hmm. uh, show coming up. That is now sold out. Yes. Okay? However, I have two tickets from Poor Man's Podcast that we're giving away in the next week. So everybody listening... Follow us on Instagram. Follow on social media to find out how you can win those tickets. I think we're going to do like a, a, a secret word for next week. I'm going to have Matt come up with a word. Shay already assumed it was hammer. Um, so so we'll see what it is. I, I second that. I assumed it was. But we'll find out. I'm going to have Matt just pick a word. And uh, next week we'll give away some tickets uh, for uh, his ugly sweater party. That's sweet. Are you going? I, I can't. That's why I got the tickets. I wanted to support the show. Uh, they have Natalie Moses. I had her on last week. Uh, Mike Zidal, who's always absolutely hilarious. Where's the sound drop from him? I hope I have his uh, his. Oh, fuck. I, I don't have burping, it on here. By the way, I'm just going to start burping into the mic. No, Whoa. go for it. <laughs> but no, uh, listen show. for that. We're going to give away two tickets for the show at the Improv on December 16th, I believe. Um, and then the last thing I want to touch on, if you're watching it, you can see on the bottom we have this turtle. Or, excuse me, this tortoise. Um, yeah, keep- Dustin, do you know who this tortoise is from looking at him? I just know it looks like it's about to eat Matt Light. Yeah. So, but <laughs> yeah. that's the only thing, you know, it looks His, like Matt's feeding it. Actually. That's Jonathan the tortoise. Okay. Jonathan the tortoise is 190 years old. He is the oldest. Oh, this is for real. Yeah, this is for real. This is not like a, a Getty image. Or oh, something. no, no, no. Okay. This, this is a for real thing. He just had his 190th birthday. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I was looking. He's, he, uh, speculation. They don't know the exact date, but they're thinking he was born in 1832. You know how freaking old there have been. I looked it up. There have been forty presidents since then. When when this turtle was born or tortoise, I keep you know. Excuse me if any tortoises are listening. Yeah, it'll be a fortnight. 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to offend anybody, but um, don't want to offend any tortoises. When when uh, when Jonathan was born, it was Andrew Jackson, the seventh president, was in office. Uh, there were only twenty four states in the union when when this tortoise was born. Uh, the Civil War. Uh, he was twenty nine years old when the Civil War started, and he was ninety years old when Buddy, Betty White was born. And I feel like that is a, a safe marker. Like people know Betty White. You know, right. she almost what? She almost hit a hundred. She was a couple months short. Mm-hmm. It's almost the year anniversary. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Um, but Betty White, this tortoise was ninety years old when Betty White was born, and he's thriving, man. Jonathan, one hundred and ninety years old. Is that his name? Jonathan, yeah. Oh my god. Is it smart though? Can it like do anything? It can, can it live. Talk? I don't know. Right. Yeah, is it is it doing more than living? I feel like the tortoise is the ideal animal for l- longevity. Because yeah, it's such be a, a slow, I feel like they have a slow uh, resting heartbeat. Like, but he's not a ninja turtle. No, like, he's not. It's not Michelangelo. He's know. not. He's he not one of them. He's yeah. been alive for two hundred years. Jonathan, that's a long time. I don't remember any uh, artist, Jonathan, <laughs> in uh, ancient Italy or whatever. I'm just saying we don't know what he was capable of. Whenever he might have been. Have you ever prime. seen some of that animal art? They have like uh, elephants step in paint and like step on yeah. canvases and stuff. Did you ever see where an elephant actually? Uses trunk to paint. Dude, the elephants are incredible. Paint. Almost as hard as that. these crows, man. I've seen that. So I think That's if crazy. it was like an elephant, we would be more excited. This seems like just a boring old turtle that no one really cares about. That the only cool thing about him, he's old. Dude, I care about. Do you know how, how old? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't I think we respect. Else? I don't think <laughs> we were respecting the old turtle. I don't think now. we respect how old 190 years is. Though, as a, as a living thing, I guess yeah. Yes. Okay. Right, it's still walking around. How you're right. Everything he's come across in life and it didn't kill him. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay, that's cool to put it that way. You're right. Like, yeah. How many times has it almost died? How like, many because, times was John right, exactly. this close and he just so where popped is he, in? Where's he at now? Like I'm assuming he wasn't always in somebody's care. No. Right? Um I I think Shay Shells Shay Sells or something. Okay, obviously I'm, I'm butchering it because I can't speak, but I think that's where he is right this guy's now. Guy's probably been living in paradise for most of his life. Oh yeah, which would that's also really be very is. cool. 190th birthday though, that's crazy. Well, good man. to him, I guess. Look at how good I'm frozen. Him. Oh, I was frozen in a very awkward stance. Yeah, the camera's all messed up. I got to check this, but Dustin, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot to you real quick. <laughs> oh shit, we we have the holiday seasons coming yeah, yeah. up. Okay. So you, we were going to talk about some of the gifts to to, to give. So yeah. what are some of your top ones? And I'm going to fix my camera. Okay, you're going to oh, you're going to walk away. Oh yeah, no, we're, we're going to put it on you. I'm right here. I'm oh. going to fix it all in real time. That's this what happens is, when you have to host and produce. Do you know how hard it is? Not like I have to talk right into the. Ca- you actually have it left it on me in vamp. Oh my god, you are terrible. So right now I'm just going to start off by saying Chris Hopper, possibly the, the worst podcast host. To leave me, I do this already by myself. I was excited to come back, but you know what? I'm not producing. I can just have together. He's just gonna ask me the questions. I'll bounce. Be easy. Now you're forcing me to do all my. Look, I, he's he's I, back before I Dustin. Know that I was the, the point. Dustin, I have to applaud you. <laughs> Thank you. That was great work, man. I I understand exactly what you're doing. You killed it. Now to get back to the original point before you bought time, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Seriously, applause uh, to Dustin for filling that for uh, filling that void. Um, but I'm I'm genuinely interested. I do want to know some of the uh, best tech gifts because I feel like those have to be some of the more. Uh, uh, popular gifts. I, I don't know. Is that is that true? Like, what? Let's just start off by saying, what gift do you really want this year? 
peace. I don't know. I I I, I would <laughs> like a physical gift. It's uh, the, like something you would think is cool. Or uh, Shay, if you can think of anything. Oh, I can't think of shit. I asked my When's mom the last for, time like, you guys got like something snuggie. cool? Then when's a snuggie? That was like a a big thing. But like not was a snuggie, but it's like one of those like super ginormous yeah. long like fuzzy sweatshirts. Yeah, I still see the you like different I mean? ones. They, I saw one that was cool. Now that they you cut a hole in the middle of the blanket, so then you put your feet here. <laughs> you can pull your blanket there, and now you have you're just completely covered. Covered and you, up, and you can still you can use get all up and walk around and everything. Yeah, I know that's not as a techie thing <laughs> to think yeah. about, but that's but what still I want because my office is cold as shit. And I, I don't wait. I don't understand this. So you put your legs through a blanket and then wrap it around you, well, and then you just have you your legs hanging out. Now you can get up and walk around and sit back down and use your hands and yeah. stuff. Yeah, because without you, it being like draped this way, in like this way. But are your legs covered when you stick them through? No, you can just you just. Just fold it over you. Shayna's what's going on. Okay, yeah. I'd, I'd have again, to say that. two strikes, yeah, man. Yeah, oh, God, I'm <laughs> trash. One more and I'm leaving this podcast. <laughs> I'm telling you. I guess we better hit on some of the tech stuff then, Dustin, before yeah, you walk yeah. out because well, that's really to, what we need to talk what about. What I was trying to say is like, I think everyone's favorite, like it's weird when you talk about tech because it's like phone, music, TV, and like that's kind of it in like different forms. Okay. And so to say like what's the best like top 10 gifts, like now it's always the same version of anything. So what I wanted to personally talk about was like uh, how, how you set up your smart house. And right now the top two companies doing it is uh, Amazon and Google. Okay. And Google, I think, bought out a company called Nest a couple of years ago. And they, they used to have all the cameras and stuff like that. And everyone knows, everyone knows what Amazon is, has the Fire Stick. Right. And then Alexa is basically plugged in and everything. Mm-hmm. I personally have gotten Google cameras. And Google, the Google thermometer, I think that was called Nest something. And because I like to play with it a lot, but it breaks a lot and it changes yeah. a lot. So I'm not sure if everyone has the patience like I do to do yeah. that. So I usually recommend the Amazon stuff, okay. which is Alexa. Over, oh, I was going to say over Alexa, but duh, it is Alexa, yeah. Yeah, over, over any, any of the Are Google they essentially things. the same thing? What do you mean? The like, Google and the Amazon thing? Are they competing? Yeah, they're 100% okay, yeah. competing. Okay. Like, I don't really feel there's... Like an advantage, like I would give, I guess, a little bit of advantage to Google. They seem to be having more of the facial recognition stuff. Yes. And so, like, you're aware of who is coming in and out of your house. And, like, what, like if you hit the doorbell yeah. on my house, if I have you pre, pre-programmed, it'd be like, mom's at the door. Like, oh, it will wow. tell me that. I'm not sure if Amazon has that capability yet. Yeah. But like I said, the the problem is if you have if you play with Google, one day you're going to find out something doesn't work, it's going to break and you're going to get real frustrated because maybe you're not used to troubleshooting that kind of stuff. Right. But like what would be interesting to you? Like what you want in your house right now that you're like, "Man, I would like to have a camera or I would like to have control oh, I would of all my I would always TVs. love another camera. I'd yeah. always love another camera, anything like that, maybe a microphone, just I'm I'm obsessed with things like that now. So yeah. I, I would honestly, like I would say surveillance camera. of your neighborhood, right? Uh, <laughs> okay, is that a step too far? No. Uh, well, you know, no. just to get the crows around. No. Man. No. <laughs> Dust, were you on when I was talking about crows? Yes, that, okay. yeah, that was on the episode. <laughs> That's how long we've been talking about we the, the talking crow about episode. Rick. That's every episode for the last month. But it was also hilarious because literally the three days before I watched the Rick and Morty episode. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Crows, and I was like, is this from Rick and Morty? <laughs> yeah. So that was wild. It, it, it just uh, it solidified my, my thoughts on crows in general. But, yeah, no, I, I would always want another camera. Um, 
I always, you know, tinker around at home with with different things like the, what we're doing right now. If anyone's not watching on YouTube, definitely watch on YouTube and Facebook. But mm-hmm. you can see uh, you can see uh, Dustin filling time while I try to fix the cameras. Yeah. yeah. So, but if you're really into, I would like videos, a camera that doesn't cut out, Dustin. Yeah, right. So That's what I'd like. Are, if you want to get some good stuff and you want to get a, diff, a variety of things, you probably want to go to bnhphoto.com and click on surveillance there. Okay. Because if you go to like Amazon straight up or you go to Google, they're, they're like hiding their old products. Okay. Because they're, they're buying out other companies, they're merging companies. And as soon as they do that, they like hide some of their stuff that like works and is like cheaper. Okay. And, and so resellers are like, still have that product. So sometimes you don't always want to go direct to the source. Oh, okay. Yeah. Little little savings tip there. Yeah, what definitely. What's a bummer about being all the good savings, all the stuff to do was like during Cyber Monday and Black Friday. <laughs> Everything was like up to 50% off. So you're going to pay a little bit more right now. But, yeah. You know. Are there – you, you were talking about the, the cameras like at home. So if you wanted surveillance or whatever with, the, mm-hmm. let's say, the doorbell or whatever. I mean – I'm going to sound old for not knowing shit like this, but like you could get them. So there's like six cameras in a, in a, in a pack or whatever. You don't have to, you know, buy them individually. Oh, they cart they do have them in like, I think four packs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and probably even bigger. Now there's, you know, there's a range of, of uh, products to get. If you want to go old school and just kind of have it in your house by yourself yeah. and you're running lines and you're recording by yourself, the advantage is with these, uh, the big companies, you know, everything's on the cloud. Mm-hmm. And since they're using facial recognition and sensors, they're really only collecting the data once it knows someone's in the area that you des- you know you put. Okay. So it's not re- technically recording the entire time. It mm-hmm. like notices you're there, records that, and then sends that to the cloud. Okay. You know? Otherwise, if you were trying to do it yourself at home, you're just like burning th- through data, and you're not going to have enough hard. Yeah, you're just going to have cameras going forever. Yeah, and for, it's yeah, eat up it's your like entire, you know the old yeah. school days. You, you got a VHS tape. Like who really <laughs> had a VHS tape running all the time? Yeah. You know. The camera that I have inside my house is absolutely fantastic. Like, it does it does exactly what he said. It records whenever it knows. Like, if I'm not It's home, like a motion sensor. It automatically whatever. starts recording when I'm not in my area. And then I have it so that it's set to start recording at 9.30 at night. So that, like, if something was to happen, somebody was to break in or something, I have it, whether I'm yeah. home or not. So Wreck that's cool. Car. You got nice and custom just for that. Yeah. So I wish I had more. And when I first had the product, it did record constantly. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I think they figured out that it was costing them too much money. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Uh, oh, this is the problem, though. I might not be allergic, but <laughs> I get super gassy. I apologize. Oh, no. you're <laughs> Shay's getting turned on. Keep going. Absolutely. Um, but we can talk about some other products. I don't know. I think yeah, the, no, the, one yeah. of the... Uh, for digital... people who aren't paranoid, what would yeah, you recommend? Yeah, for people who are, not, who are not paranoid, I think this is going to be a big one. There's the digital air fryers out there. What is it? Okay. Yeah. So, okay, well, explain that then. So, yeah, I know. so you know what an air fryer is, right? Absolutely. The, the ones, like, that is like... I know what an air fryer is twice a day. House, right? Yeah. Like, now, it has changed leftovers to the end of time. Like, yeah. it used to be you could not take fries home, right? Right. You bring... They're trash. Yes. Now... Dude, it's a whole new – it's like a new restaurant in your house with that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, of course, all the companies are coming out with, like, the newest and best anything. And I guess it, it really shouldn't be called an air fryer, but Ninja has a digital air fryer. Okay. It's basically an oven, and it's about, like, this big. So it's, like, six inches tall. So, like, cut your un- your oven into, like, a fourth. Did you say six inches? I was just, <laughs> that I was, was like, 14 inches. That was, like, that was so many more sound effects over there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Is that the right one? <laughs> That's just, that's what that being six inches means. Just over six <laughs> yeah. inches. Yeah. 
Um, basically, it's a it's an oven. It's a it's a very small oven that cooks in half the time. Okay, it's, it's really what it is. it's like. A easy bake oven. Though. Yeah, <laughs> easy oh. bake, which is funny because that's kind of what that what it did. But of course, completely different technology. So, what, what's the digital? You just type the, the temperature honest, you want. It's, the digital is the branding bullcrap. You yeah. know, they just put all the buttons and doohickeys. Four K and, like and like they'll just yeah, say well, it just 4K so you is buy an it. actual thing. Five G. That's like okay. a bold, like some five G oven. Yeah, like okay. you say it's a five G oven. You can yeah. really say that. In that's what I'm saying. You could add an extra forty dollars to the price because you say it's four K five G. So, uh, you know, it is one of those things that probably have too many options, but the real benefit is it takes like 30 seconds to preheat. So in mm-hmm. a regular ovens, like maybe 20 minutes, you mm-hmm. know, 30 minutes, this takes it's 30 that seconds. That is And if huge. you live in like yeah. a studio apartment, you can fold it up and just plug it in. You don't have to have this huge space. Yeah. So that I, I feel like most of what I eat, cause I work in a restaurant, so I'm like around mm-hmm. food all the time. So when I'm making food for myself. It's 100% out of just what's easy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. used to fry her all the time. I'll make chicken patties or whatever. Oh, just it's throw crazy. it in there. Yeah. Just forget about it for 20 minutes and I'll go back and it's and done. It's so it's, good. Yeah. It's like, it's cra- Like, I've right. been yeah, amazed yeah. by stuff that's been made in there. I'm like, this is like restaurant style food. Like, now I'm throwing old pizza, like pizza in the microwave in the morning, like Saturday morning yeah, yeah. pizza. It's like, it's okay. Now it's like a whole new world, you know? <laughs> it's like I'm having dinner again somewhere else. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Life changing. That's such an American thing. It's just we want our food faster and better <laughs> yep. and worse. We want us. everything faster and better. Yeah. We need 30 yep. second video. Uh, 30 seconds is so long now. So you need three second videos and everything like that. I don't Instant even want to put it in there. I just want to take it out the fridge and be ready. Yeah. I can't believe you even have to wait for it. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. I have to recook. Disgusting. So, so far we have surveillance cameras and uh, ovens, Dustin. And ovens and digital ovens. air fryers. Oh, yeah, air fryers. Sorry. Air fryers. Is there anything else? Uh, maybe, okay, so those are more like practical. Is there yeah. like a fun gift you could recommend? Well, the fun gift actually right now is this new app called Lenza. Okay, and good. I'm glad you're the internet. Yeah, yeah, you ready? Yeah, if you've been on the internet at all the last few days, it has blown up. There's are other apps like it, but it is an artificial intelligence app. It it takes your selfies basically and kind of makes you anybody, mm-hmm. you know. It's your people are superheroes. I shouldn't say it's like it's physically like drawing these people out into different characters. It, 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 it's weird. It is. It isn't. What it really does is take the face and I feel like it like changes your clothes. Yeah, but it makes you look freaking awesome. I can't explain it better than yeah. that. Uh, well, I think what makes it look awesome is because it's you and yeah. you're everyone's obsessed with like okay, that's a cool oil painting of me that's yes. cool and that victorian jacket or whatever like but it's also like you so like everyone's obsessed so kind of uh, yeah. with that so, so I, think I think that's something I think that, that is, the, is appealing the, the ground appealing thing the ground line of, of the appeal of it and it's true some people are just like because there's been other apps that just kind of make you your selfies look cool like yeah. cartoon versions of you right but this they give you the little, disney one this one's a little different yeah. Because you're uploading a, 20 pictures of yourself, mm-hmm. and the software, the algorithm or whatever, is, like, figuring out, like, just measurements of your face. Yeah. And then, basically, it's making new pictures. Right. And so, when you start understanding what this, the capability and what it's doing, it's like, oh, yeah, that's fun. I'm going to get a cool selfie. But, yeah, that's all I can do now. Like, 
Right, actually, it was giving, it was generating pictures almost like waist below. I think it was even yeah. showing my feet. So the more you gave it, the more it was like not just a picture of me. Mm-hmm. It was like me in a place. Yeah, you know. And so it's, I think it's getting closer to me in a place, like moving. So it's almost becoming a movie generator app. So I think when when people see it as like just oh another selfie generating yeah. thing, I saw, I see I saw a lot of. Uh, Posts like that. So who's paying like $6 just to get another selfie? Yeah. Like, that's, that's not what's interesting about it. What's interesting about it is like I can go and take very specific pictures of myself. Mm-hmm. Because after doing it a couple times, I'm realizing what kind of images it's making. Yeah. And I say, I say I really want to make this image for like a short film yeah. I'm making. And I'm the actor in this short film. And I want it to look like this for the poster. Yeah. You know, once I take a couple pictures and use this software, I might get a really great, like exactly what I want for this image. And no one's really going to know. I'm like, oh, was that, you know, AI? Or did I actually make, you know, that's what it's going to, turn into yeah. so i think mm-hmm. people are just playing around right now because it's just the very very beginning so i this the weird anti opinion of it i think it's just like it's like it's like a little game to play right now i i think i think just people are burnt like i feel like they've been burnt <laughs> by it by like okay let me put okay. all my information into yes. it how are they gonna fuck me over like how are they gonna steal my information how yeah. are they gonna do and this I think a lot how of are they gonna support- poke me mo- pokemon go me and <laughs> And f- see where I am all the time and all of that. Like, are they going to do that and then say that, you know, whatever? Is yeah. that is that w- the biggest, uh, I guess, um, pushback against I, that? I mean, I've seen that push it back. But I, it's funny. I've really seen more or less people are over the selfie thing. Like, yeah. it's like a self. And, and I guess I didn't, I didn't see it that way. And I don't think a lot of people are seeing it that way yet until – it gets a little bit better, and it starts being able to do groups of people mm-hmm. and putting you in into places. I mean, but they already have that software out there. Yeah. It's just not on your phone as an app. Yeah. Right now, you gotta you know, use a couple different apps and then combine it with some editing tools and then generate that from like Unreal Engine or Bender or one of yeah. those new apps out there. But we're literally like, it almost feels like we're more. Less than like a year away to just like hitting a button and it's going to generate like little short films. It might be seven second films at first, you know, like we used to watch when the internet was brand new and people would make those. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's getting close. Well, we were talking about that the last time you were on about like, okay, uh, do the pink elephant playing Monopoly or whatever the hell it was that we were talking about. Like just type Mm -hmm. saying what we want. Yeah. Yeah. Generating uh, it. Now we're going to say, I want me to be in this riding a unicorn flying over Phoenix. I don't know why the fuck I pick Phoenix, but like any Southwest city, I guess, Shay, you know, it could be Santa Fe, who knows, but whatever it is, you can just type this in and now immediately you have it. Or you could have a seven second video or soon enough you can do whatever probably. So that's what's interesting. So the two softwares that I brought up before was Dolly 2 and Mid Journey. And you can, anyone can jump in and and start using them right now and you're right. It's just text to image. So you just kind of type what you think and it gives you that. And that's actually very similar technology that's using in the in the Lenza app. Just it's now taking in your image and and doing similar things. Now, what's what's crazy? Why this is all happening? Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, is like one company, basically one or two companies, have went open source with their software. Okay, and a bunch of people were just like, "Well, hell, I'm just gonna make an app." 
yeah. and they just take that software. Some of them, seriously, they're just putting like their branding over it, mm-hmm. and like, okay, we got a new face, whatever app or whatever. And yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. super easy, which is really cool because that's like that. That's how you innovate and get better, you know. Yeah. So and that's how AI works. It's like, well, we made this, and it kind of can do this. Let's everyone play with it, you know. And this is going to be a face app, and this is a, a text to image app, and now we got video editing app. I think I just made one today for fun and all it really did was kind of just rewind and pause the video to the beat of the song it did it correctly though yeah so it's i mean but it was not even less than a year ago that this stuff was not even there to play with and now it's there so i think next year it's really going to be hitting hard what what is the long-term goal do you think there is no goal it's just you're everyone's just in the moment just as a product to sell you're just constantly consuming things and what What's going to happen is it's just reality is just going to start to blur. It's not going to be like, oh, I'm in the world right now, and then I'm going to go in VR and put these huge goggles on. It's not going to happen that way. It's We're already blurred. You know, you're already on social media looking into it. Yeah. You know, one day you're just going to be like, oh, crap. Oh, I'm in, I'm in VR. I'm in the wrong world today. I wanted to go to the real coffee shop, not the fake coffee shop. Oh, I feel like me. setting up something bad. Though. Yeah. It sounds so bad. Like, oh, well, I'm sorry I murdered my family. I thought I was in a, a VR or whatever. Man, I mean, yeah, that's going to be someone's excuse. Don't record that sound drop. I didn't say it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was yeah. in VR. Yeah. Remember that? Like, this is not the exact same, but there was would that be the guy new who, plea. Like, I plead insanity because yeah. I thought I was. There was that guy who didn't have any legs, and he basically pled that he couldn't kill her because he. Oh, uh, Blade Runner. Yeah, but uh, then he actually. Oscar used Pistorius. The, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I know that's not the exact same, but you <laughs> yeah. know, that's what I'm thinking. Like, just weird excuses. I thought I was. <laughs> well, people have, like, murdered someone in their sleep. And they said it was like sleepwalking, or I don't think it. Act, I think they were lying. Yeah, but that was their excuse <laughs> that they killed someone in their sleep. Okay. Oh. Yeah, oh. that's wild. Well, Shay, you need a lawyer like that to get you out of this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Back to your lawyer, right? Right. I have to chop uh. my legs off to get a good lawyer. Yeah, say it happened in the accident. You'll be good to go, man. The I honestly cover that. We can manipulate the video, all right, with this AI tools. Get there you, you in the car. You're mm-hmm. injured, and then we show that at trial. Sure, See, we can get you a neck brace. And the man. only reason why I said I wasn't is because I was just knocked unconscious and didn't even remember. Yep, didn't remember. Sure. Last thing I remembered, I was in my house. It. Don't even remember killing your family after. It's right, right. It's full circle, man. <laughs> this right. gets real gruesome real quick, man. right? You know what? Zach is here, so I want to talk about our beers real quick. We can touch on these real fast, and then we're going to take a break and come back with Zach. Um, there we go perfect you know what shay i'm gonna let you go first as always because we love uh the way you have to break down your wonderful local beer <laughs> that's also buying time so i can hit this slide yeah, <laughs> i got you okay this our is wonderful delicious can local hitchhiker beer can i do it yes i was waiting for a sound drop yeah i just wanted to sound dumb <laughs> it's called press project what? It's a it's a pickup hitchhiker. <laughs> um, it's really good. It's a smoothie sour with peach, guava, passion fruit, milk, sugar, and vanilla. It's super delicious. I didn't look to see what the percentage was. Oh, it's seven. It's seven percent. It's really really good. It still has a beer taste. Sour taste is very minimum, which is nice because it's yeah. a really good aftertaste. Um, but the the milk <sighs> sugar, 
I feel like I'm into it. Shay. Yeah. You have come so far in a year, man. <laughs> I'm so proud of the way you're oh, yeah, talking you. about some of this stuff, man. Even if you don't know what you're talking about, you sound like you do. And that's and that's that. 98% of it. That man. is. That so is. True. It is. So that means a lot to me. Go on with the milk sugar, please. Yeah, no, it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into do you, it. Do you like, what style do you like now? Because going into it, you oh, don't like God. any, you, you might've had a seltzer. I feel like you're kind of a sour kind. Yeah, I definitely like sour. Sour is really good. The last couple sours you've gotten me have been delicious because it leaves it a super good aftertaste. Oh, yeah. Like what's sitting in my mouth right now is, is nice. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Hi, yo. <laughs> That's a sound. So, yeah. No, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. I don't know what I would prefer. Like if my thing is, is I probably wouldn't be able to go out and buy a beer on my own. I'd call you and be like, here I am. This is what I see. What do I get? Because yeah. you always get me a good beer. Which I wouldn't have usually said that when I first started. It was like fireball and water. Yeah, Shay. That's what I'm saying, man. You've come a far way. Fireball and water. A long way. A far way. All thanks to you. Oh, God. I'm so glad to hear it. Dustin, we have a beer this month for you. Uh, Hopefully, won't break you out in hives. So. What do we have this month? This is, this is, I don't want to like knock the other beer, but I guess I technically am. This is better than last time's. I don't remember what last time was. Mm-hmm. I don't remember um, what last time was either. I was, you this really is, liked last, I don't remember what it was, but I remember you I remember, liked yeah, because it. it didn't make yeah. me allergic. That's basically. The first it, one yeah. I gave you was Aurox, and it was, I think it was a hazy IPA. Okay. And then, I can't remember what I gave you last I month. And it was a lager. Month. It was a lager. I can't yeah. remember what it was. That's it was like Grist House drink. or something like that. But now uh, this is back to Aurochs. This is a local. This is right on uh, 65 Ohio River Boulevard. For oh, the people local to Bellevue, just go good. right down the street, man. Do you have any more? Because I I literally stopped myself so I could take this shot. <laughs> like, otherwise, I would have crushed this. So, <laughs> wow, I'm I'm glad to hear that. You sound like you like that a lot more than than the other one. Oh yeah, I because I think by the end of the other one, I was feeling like, nah, it's a little. Yeah. I, it was like a burning thing. <laughs> I, I always talk about how I'm about to die on these. I have no idea what's wrong what's with me. What's the percentage on that one? Good question. Uh, what's it called? Four point five. Four point. Oh, that's a good. That's good. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's another Aurox. I think all Aurox, uh they do all gluten free. I'm really digging the logo too. Yeah, like, that's a really good strong. Logo. Do you ever see you anything really about an Aurox? Just a side note. I remember watching something on the History Channel. Aurox are like giant bulls. They're like huge ones. But apparently, they found like bones of it in like I don't know Italy or something like that. But Are like, they normal size bones? No, they're huge, man. They're like giant bulls. Oh. But I think they're extinct in, I don't know, how long. Like right when Jonathan the tortoise was coming around. Like it's been a while. <laughs> he, um, fucking, that's super he fucking interesting. took over. Yeah. He took over. He took over. He, See, he, he they passed the torch, man. The aurochs passed it on to Jonathan. Here we are today, man. 200 Beautiful. years later. I'm going to talk about my beer, if that's all right, with you, Shay. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're talk Fuck me. I have the void. <laughs> Uh, not just my soul, Shay, with you I around. needed that one. <laughs> the Void. Now, what's interesting about this one, it's from 11th Hour Brewing, but it's also uh, teaming up with Elmatic uh, Artisan Ales, which I believe is from Ohio. Um, it's a New England style IPA, 5.6%. Now, Shay, we're going to go over, we'll rate all of our beers, and like I said, we'll take a break and come right back with Zach. But going into this, Shay, you know the Guy Fieri flavor ranking system. If you had to rank your beer, which you do, what are you going, going with? I'm going out of bounds. You're going out of bounds. I'm going out of bounds. I almost went flavor town for the soul factor. I mean, it I'm is out of bounds. That um, my beer is the highest percent. Yeah, but like if I'm going based off a of taste, I'm going out of bounds. Out of bounds, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it is out of bounds. Dustin, 
Oroch's blonde. This was the part where I was saying, like, what are the rules? I don't remember. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. So, gangster <laughs> for the guy from the Richter scale for the people just listening for the first time now, um, and the live audience. Um, there, <laughs> there we go. There you level go. one, we have gangster. Uh, level gang- two, we have out of bounds. Yeah. Level three is shut the front door, and for the pinnacle, we have Flavor Town. Now, like I say every single week, think of it as a Michelin star. We're not bashing any of these beers; they're all very good, or I wouldn't have them on. But there is a hierarchy of how good they are. Mm. And Shay, like you said, yours is. I mean, it is out of bounds. Yeah. Which, which is a, a two star. Yes, which is still super delicious. So yeah, so now we're back to me, right? We're back to you, okay. Dustin. <laughs> Sometimes you look at me, I'm like, my turn. <laughs> like, yeah, so uh, I don't know what I gave the last one, but we're doing the Flavor Town. Welcome to Flavor Town. Wow. On this oh, one. You're going Flavor Town, man. It is tasty. Flavor Town. Really tasty. I want to I love the logo. It, Dustin. Don't drink it all. I'm trying not to. What, what do you think? <laughs> let me ask you this. What do you think about the matte cans? Because you see all these, all these craft beer ones. No gloss cans anymore. All matte, no. man. Is that a price thing, you think, or is that just trendy? I think it's I think like it, a visual thing. Like if anything, like I feel like it would almost pleasing. be more expensive because you see the old ones, like the old Coors Light, Bud Light, all the all the domestic ones, they're still in that like aluminum can thing. Yeah. The the the, the glossy one, man. These ones you yeah, see but the this matte one, ones, you see it makes them one. stand out. But I think exactly. I think no, what exactly. it is is they have all these generic gray cans that they do under and then they just take the label that go on it. Like I feel like they just buy these in bulk. Because this oh, is the yeah. same gray can for every 16 oh, 100%. can. Oh, 100%. And then absolutely. they just throw it on. Yeah, you so want to be that company. You want to be the... Yeah, exactly. Hold up. Dance the number here. <laughs> Shay's doing a dance. Hey. There we go. Hey. Oh, you uh, got you to gotta watch uh, the show because like Shay's cleavage camera. just got the right up The camera's ringing. You know, it's what, funny. I have a man? camera at the studio. It rings like that. And my <laughs> guest did the same thing once. I was like, you don't understand. I have to take a break now. Shay, I, Shay, you're oh. fine. I'm going to talk about my beer, and then you're going, and then you're going to be done. <laughs> it's over okay? now. Um, my beer this week, I have the Void, like I said, from Elmatic, um, and Eleventh Hour. Eleventh Hour always has some super good beer, but like you, Shay, I think this week I'm going. I mean, it is out of bounds. It's it's pretty good. Um, not my fave. It's it's five point six. It's better than uh, some of the ones I've had. I I hold New England IPAs. Uh, to a higher scale, so I think I I dropped them a little bit, but it's very good. It's cool seeing a like a collaboration between two breweries. Shay is giving me a death stale stare, so we're gonna we're gonna I take because we have to mute my phone. I'm so sorry. we're gonna take a break. <laughs> Shay, people are listening to this. Nobody fucking watches it live, okay? So just focus on that. I man. Mean, it's even, an audio they're podcast. They're hearing the dinging in the background too. I can't. It's it, it's. Ding. I'm just really popular. You're I overthinking, Shay. Shay, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come right back with Zach Funk. I'm Natalie Moses, and you're listening to the Poor Man's Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. The lovely Natalie Moses, who was the guest last week, and we were so blessed. I don't know why we were blessed. We're so lucky to be joined with comedian Zach Funk. Zach, how are you this evening? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have you because I'm, I had a guest cancel, and it was a, a last-minute kind of thing. But, Zach, honestly, I've, I've seen your stuff. I've actually wanted to have you on for a while. Um, I saw something you were doing with Permanis or something. Oh, yeah. I, I did one of those Permanis pizza commercials. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Okay. So that was such a weird experience. <laughs> yeah. So, it, like, a little over a year ago in one of the Pittsburgh comedians groups, this post comes up that's like, hey, we're an advertising agency. We're looking for local comedians to be in a pizza commercial. Yeah. So send us a clip of your comedy, and if we like you, we'll use you. 
Okay. So I, I sent in a clip, and then about a week and a half later, I get a response back. And they're like, yeah, hey, we're doing an ad campaign for Permanente Brothers. Mm-hmm. And my brain just goes, I thought this was a pizza commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they do. They have pizza at their, like, suburban locations. Right. But I always forget that. Like, you don't ever yeah. think. Right, right. You yeah, yeah. yeah. When you hear Permanente's, you think fries on a sandwich and coleslaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. Like that. And so... The, so then it ended up being they shot it in in January this year on like a snowy night at the one on uh down the street from children's hospital okay yeah, yeah and I was supposed to be the third one to record, but I was the first one to show up, and other people everybody else ran late, okay, so I got to go first, and when I got there they have the they have a little section of the restaurant set off and a camera set up, and I'm thinking like, oh, they closed the restaurant that's great yeah. <laughs> uh, and they've got, like, extras here to beat right. people in the background. Like, no, no, it's not that. The restaurant is still open. Yeah. And they just had this little <laughs> section cordoned off to shoot. Yeah. So they're like, all right, you know, just do your comedy stuff. And it was hard for me because a lot of my stand-up is very storytelling-based. Okay. And so it doesn't really split into, like, commercial sound bites. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and- wait, wait, sorry to interrupt, but, like, is the audience there, are they expected to watch you, or are you just doing this? No, that, that's what I was going to get to. Okay. No. So, the audience ha- apparently has not been told there's going to okay. be a, a comedy <laughs> yeah. commercial being shot today, yeah, nor man. does the audience care. <laughs> yeah. They're not really an audience. They're just people in the bar yeah. talking. Right. And so, you're given a microphone that's plugged into nothing. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's, no. It, 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 it might be a real mic, but you're giving it, like, a prop. Yeah, right. Wow. And so you're just doing. Is it plugged into a cord at least, no, or are you just holding a loose it mic? In, I don't, it was just holding a loose mic, from what I remember. Uh, it might as well be a banana at that point. Yeah. Then. yeah. And you're doing your jokes into a camera yeah. when you're getting no feedback. <laughs> and, and the bar is full of people talking over what you're doing. So even yeah. though intellectually you know, okay. These people aren't here to see me. There's not a show going on. I'm performing for no one. The performer brain goes, oh, my God, I'm bombing. No one's (laughs) listening to me. Every single person here is just talking at the bar. They're (laughs) not even acknowledging me. Right. Uh, But, you know, so it was just a really weird thing to shoot. (sighs) Yeah, that that, that sounds so strange. And I feel like I, I agree with you with the, like, Oh, I'm a comedian. I'm used to hearing this or like the pause and then the laughter and then whatever. Just being out of that. It's almost like doing it in the mirror. It's like not, it's not that it's inauthentic. It just doesn't feel natural to you. And so it's like strange. So like you were saying, like you feel like you're bombing, even though no one's really giving you any attention. So it's not a fair assessment of yourself. But yeah, yeah, for sure. That's strange. I I saw a couple videos you did, I think. So, so they, they recorded us each doing like, Five, ten minutes, but a lot of it was doing, like, retakes of the same joke. Okay, yeah. And then they just used clips of stuff. So when they asked you, or when you were doing it, was it, like, do, like, is it is it food-based, or is it just uh, randomly? So, 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 or is, so what they is said it? it didn't have to be pizza jokes. Okay. But if you could write some pizza jokes, they'd appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, the, the, the ad campaign was, like... Cheesy. They described it as cheesy jokes, cheesy pizza. Okay, yeah. So they were like, "We'll leave the cheesy comedy up to comedians." Yeah, for cheesy pizza, come to here. <laughs> no, yeah. And yeah. I, what were some of your jokes? Uh, so I'm trying to remember. Like, I, 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 I changed a joke about my current job in like the service industry to being about working at a pizza place. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like a lot because a lot of the stuff I do is very like personal. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and so the thing's like, oh, these are my good short jokes don't yeah. fit that thing. Right. Because, like, they don't want to do jokes about, like, mental health <laughs> yeah. to sell pizza. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I sell pizza when I'm sad. No, no, that's yeah. what everyone does. Like, like if, they, if they were up to me, the ad campaign would be... Are you? Are you re- yeah. yeah. Don't give up on life. Yeah. <laughs> it's buy one get one pizza. Yeah. Don't cut last. yourself when you could have an eight cut. Oh, yeah. Percy killed myself pizza. yesterday, but then I thought of uh, a roast sandwich with a, with a buy one get one free pizza deal. That'll be enough, so you don't have to leave the house for yeah. three days before yeah. you spread it out properly. Not that you have anyone to share it with. Yeah. yeah. So it was. It was. I. I don't even remember. It was just such a weird thing, and it was like an online only campaign. Yeah. So it wasn't on TV or anything, or like radio or anything. But it was so weird, uh, especially because the, when they first started uh, tweeting them, yeah. I was the first one they tweeted, and so they tagged me in the, in their tweet about it. Mm-hmm. And so then every time someone had an issue ordering pizza based <laughs> on that ad and responded to the tweet, I was getting tagged. <laughs> That's awesome, so actually. it's so like, I, like I'll get notifications on my phone. Like someone's like the two for one deal does not work on the website for this location. <laughs> <laughs> and they want you to spring into action. And, and part of me is like, I could really fuck with this person. Part of me is like, <laughs> yeah. they already paid me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to burn this French fry coleslaw bridge. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's really cool. I can't, I, I really, I, I saw it when it came out. I want to say it was like, over it was the summer. It was, it, was, the yeah, it, was, it was probably like March or April. They started running them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember seeing it. I thought it was really funny and I thought it was really cool that they were doing things with some local people. Yeah. No, it, that, that was really cool. The company I think was based out of Cleveland or something like that. Like the people who did the ad stuff. Yeah. Um, but it was just such a weird, weird process. Uh, yeah. Between like driving across town on icy roads <laughs> yeah. to fill a pizza commercial for 200 bucks and a $100 gift card. Yeah. <laughs> not too bad. No, so it, the, it wasn't the bad mic. You said it wasn't plugged in. Did they have like a boom over no. you? No, I mean, the, there, there, there was a boom and okay. like, and, and, okay, and like okay. you, you had, you had like a, a, a mic like on the inside yeah, of your yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah, right. okay. But, but the mic did actually hold because I, I said like, listen, it feels really unnatural without something right. to hold. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, oh yeah, we have a microphone, you can like hold it, so so it just, the weight's off because it's not, pl- and even like, yeah. a, even like a wireless mic has some kind of battery pack right, in it, so yeah, it's right. from yeah. And then I kept not looking at the camera because at least the, like the crew would occasionally laugh and respond to stuff, and so I yeah. instinctively look at them like, right, oh, you're right, responding. Yeah. Yeah. And they kept telling me like, you know, stop looking at the crew. I said, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I instinctively look at the crew yeah. because they're responding. They're like, all right, we're going to have the crew move behind the camera. Right, like, That's yeah, great. Yeah. I will look where the attention <laughs> yeah, right. If you're giving me uh, feedback... Like that—that's what my depression brain yeah. needs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> need that serotonin immediately. Yes. <laughs> did you get to see the two other people who did it? Because uh, you said there was three. So, so I, I know that. So I know they, according to at least the call sheet, there was like six comedians. There's okay. Uh, by the time I left, only three had shown up, including me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was supposed to be the fourth one to, to shoot. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> I'm prompt. Yeah, <laughs> which is not which is not for comedian. I was gonna say, yeah, you're in the wrong th- line yeah. if you're prompt and responsible. Yeah, uh, <laughs> although the depression checks out. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like I know I know Derek Minto shot at least shot some stuff. They used him for one. Okay. And then I don't know. I didn't really like. Dustin just saw him. I gave him a hug yeah, the other day. Man. He gave me a hug. Oh, okay. but I hugged him back. Yeah. I hugged him back. <laughs> and. Uh, Otherwise, I don't really remember because I I don't I don't I didn't follow the ad campaign, yeah, so like, yeah. I don't know if they used everyone. Mm-hmm. But I know they used me at least two or three times. Yeah, I remember seeing it at least twice, yeah. if not more than that. And I, I just think that that's so cool that that I mean, obviously it's a local brand, but they don't have to. 
do that, I yeah, guess. They could it, just go out, you know, find whoever the cheapest person is or whatever. Maybe they'll do it for a $50 gift card, Zach. Yeah, and, and, and also it was nice. Like, I went to Point Park. I had a lot of acting major classmates who mm-hmm. have probably never been to a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I dropped out of college twice and I was in a commercial. There Take that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like I was saying, that's cool. How long have you been doing comedy now? Uh, let's see here. About 11 years. 11. So how did you get started with it, you you just said you went to Point Park. For, so did you start acting? And no, then- no. So I um, I always loved comedy as a kid. Like I used to go to bed listening to like Steve Martin albums and stuff. Okay, like yeah. That. Uh, like Muppet Show. Uh, once we had like cable and Comedy Central was a thing. You know, while other kids were outside like doing sports. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was watching Kids in the Hall reruns, things like that. <laughs> uh, What's I, his name? It's just I just saw that he was. Uh, oh, it's not Dave Foley. Who the hell was it? It's uh, face. yeah. Oh, God. It's one of the... I can't remember what his name is, but he was supposed to be doing something with a workshop around here. I oh, yeah, thought, no. Um, Kevin uh, McDonald. Yes, he, yes, he, yes. He's yes. doing anything at Arcade soon. Okay, is that he, what it was? Done, he's done a few, like, workshops at Arcade. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've always loved writing comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, even uh, anytime I could, I would turn, like, school projects into comedy. <laughs> Not in, like, yeah. a fuck you teacher way. Just right. like, all right. This is a boring assignment. Right. I'm going to write jokes in it. Right, yeah. And hopefully the teacher <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah. at least... If they, either they like it or if they don't like it, they don't dock me points for it. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and even that, and that went over to college. Like, uh, I started off a journalism major. Okay. And uh, my first real, like, journalism class. Yeah. Our first assignment is interview anyone about anything and write a little article about it. Okay. It's not to publish. It's just to show, you know, like, here's where a comma goes. Here's what a period okay, does. Yeah. Things like that. And a buddy of mine had legitimately gotten his arm caught in a can of Pringles. Okay. <laughs> so I wrote, I interviewed him about that and yeah. wrote an article about it, but I wrote it like it was one of those like miners trap for a week, <laughs> yeah. triumph of the human will kind of stories. And I turned it into my teacher and the next class he calls me up front and starts screaming at me um, because he thinks it's all made up. And I'm like, no, my friend really did get his arm caught in the yeah. can. We can, I can show you pictures. You know, I exaggerated some things for right. comedic effect. Um, and he's like, and you said he's going to sue Pringles. I'm like, well, no, that was just me being funny. And the teacher starts yelling at me even more, saying I have no journalistic ethics. <laughs> yeah. And I'm making things. And I was like, dude, this is a practice homework assignment. I would think as a teacher, you should be happy that somebody's giving a shit enough to, like, to, to make it entertaining. Like, you know what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, have some the common sense thing. Like I was saying earlier, that it should be like a common sense clause. Like, uh-huh. you, you know what it is. Is it entertaining? Do you use punctuation? It's like yeah. things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, did you spell everything right? You I, know? I think so. Yeah. Uh, and and so hey. and so for one reason or another, I never thought like to try stand up or anything like mm-hmm. that. I always knew it existed, and I always loved stand up, but I'd never thought that's something I could do. Yeah, that's something somebody else does. Yeah, kind of thing. And then about eleven and a half years ago, I went on this first date with a girl, and we decided we're just going to go to Southside, kind of bar hop, talk, get to know each other. Yeah. And as we're walking around, she goes, hey, do you want to see uh, my friend do stand-up at this open mic at the Smiling Moose? Okay. And I was like, wait, there, there's a stage? Like, I can just get on stage and talk at people and they have to listen? <laughs> <laughs> and so or they we, can watch the WNBA. Yeah. I mean, who knows? And so the next That's what week, it is I, so the very next week, I just did my first open mic. <laughs> just like that? Yeah, yeah, just like that. After a first Did you date. have Did you have anything written or you were just like, I, I'm I, going I mostly, up? I mostly told 
Because my, my comedy is very storytelling, yeah. and I know I can be like funny in conversation, so I I kind of just told stories and yeah, yeah. You know, it was it was like a four four minute you know open mic set that I didn't meet. I managed to like not piss myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I remember my goal. That's key. Yeah. Well, my my, <laughs> my goal for the first time I did stand up. Which is still my goal every night is just don't be the worst person. <laughs> I think that's a good baseline to yeah. have, and I and I felt so good. That I, shows the confidence of a of the average comedian too. Yeah, like just don't be the worst one out there. And, and I felt so good because uh, the guy that went up before me, he looked like uh, Ben Roethlisberger had like too many motorcycle accidents. <laughs> <laughs> And all his jokes were about, like, roofying women and things like that. Like, uh, they weren't even jokes. Like, it yeah. was just, like, one of the worst. It was just, let know. me say things to shock people or try yeah. to get a reaction. And I was supposed to be up after him. And I'm just like, all right, I'm not going to be the worst person. <laughs> yeah. This is my first time, but I'm not going to yeah. be the worst person. <laughs> Only 10% of my jokes are rape-related. Was that when the mic was upstairs or downstairs? Downstairs. Okay, it was still on that big, uh, big weird stage. Yeah. Uh, but it was still the original one that uh, Derek Minto and uh, John Pridmore hosted. Pridmore, yeah. Yeah, back yeah. when they still hosted it. Uh, and then, you know, I made friends. I got my first show booked by Derek Minto in like October. I started in June mm-hmm. and it just, it made me feel good about my life for the first time yeah. in like five <laughs> years. Were you I, nervous? Like, yeah, I, I mean, I was, I was nervous. Like uh, excessively nervous. Like I feel like it was just like an out of nowhere situation. You were like, no, I, I wasn't, exce- I wasn't excessively nervous. I mean, cause, cause it was a lot of, uh, the great thing about dealing with major depressive major depressive disorder since you're about nine or ten years old is that knowing that no stranger can hate you more than you. Right. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. I don't want to disappoint the stranger either. Yeah. So so there was that thing of like, all right, here's something I've always wanted to try. And if I have fun with it, great, I have fun with it and I'll try it again. And if I don't, well at least I can say I did it once yeah. and then I'll never do it again. <laughs> because at that point in my life, I was so just fundamentally depressed almost 24 seven yeah that if it would have gone poorly it wouldn't have mattered yeah it would have been like okay that's what i expected more shit for my life but have you have you been comfortable behind a mic yeah. like uh, you've been in, uh, like on stage or things before that you said you went to point park it was that for stage no, thing because no, i know a lot no, of people I, so i that. went there because they have a really big journalism program okay yeah, yeah uh, that's what you're saying and so that's what I started off as, and then I tried secondary ed, um, like high school English, yeah, for a bit. But that just felt like all you were doing was teaching kids how to pass a standardized test, yeah. And I hated that, so I left that. And then I was just a regular English major, mm-hmm. which just felt like an expensive library card. <laughs> um, and I just I hated college. I didn't feel intrigued or challenged in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I had classes that were challenging, but it was like. Hey, you have to read Geoffrey Chaucer's Canterbury Tales in the original 14th century English, <laughs> yeah. which is closer to German than it is English, and you have a week to learn a new language. Yeah, like that's not that's that's not challenging. That's fuck you for trying. I barely know iambic pentameter. <laughs> <laughs> like, like really, like I had that class, and yeah. uh, we'd have these like weekly reading assignments. You know, just read the read the ten page story, and then the next day answer a simple question like which two characters got married. Yeah. And, and like a class or two before I dropped the class, I, I wrote down I think it was this person and this person, but I'm not sure. One of them might have been a chair. <laughs> and of course, the guy who taught that class was also the head of the department and yeah. my advisor. Ironically, he was the chair. Yeah. 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 Yes, he was. <laughs> uh, and so he had a meeting with me. 
and it was, you know, well, what kind of things would you want to re- learn about? Yeah. And I talked about, like, satire, like Catch-22 and Kurt Vonnegut. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, like using comedy for, for good purposes. Um, but I also mentioned loving, like, science fiction. I love comic books. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as I said the word comic books, he got that look on his face of, like, oh, I see. You need the pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and sure, there's a lot of comics that are, oh, my gosh, someone's robbing the bank. I will stop them with violence. Yeah, yeah. But then there's stuff like... Oh, okay. I can I can compare very easily why Batman and Superman are the same as Achilles and Odysseus from Greek mythology. Okay, because Achilles he is the pinnacle of heroism. He's what everyone strives to be, the nigh unstoppable man that has one easily exploitable weakness: the ankle for him, yeah, or the heel, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the you've got yeah, and then you've got Superman with magic and or kryptonite, right? And then Odysseus and Batman, the common mortal man who overcomes gods, monsters, and everything the world throws in his way through his own wit and preparation. Yeah. I, w- I would agree with, with the Batman and Odysseus for both of them having awesome, like, antagonists. Yeah, well, that's a big thing, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like Batman, as far as any of the, of the superheroes there are, I feel like Batman has the best bad guys. Yeah, and, and I feel like Odysseus with, like, the sirens or the, the cyclops or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like, they're, they're interesting. Yeah. So the, the it, best it was, movies have the best villains. It's always oh yeah the case. Yeah. Oh yeah. For so sure. it was just I and like my mental health was literally at its worst it's ever been when I was in college. Uh huh. So it was just a really really bad experience, and I I went there because I I had to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like all right, I want to take a year off. My family was like, no, you definitely you need to go to a school. So I did because my the teacher that ran my high school newspaper and did that all four years. Uh, was good friends for growing up with one of the top people in Point Park's program. So like, all right, well, I want to go to a city. I don't want to be like, I'm from central Pennsylvania, Lancaster County originally, so I didn't want to be like across the country far away. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't want to be like, oh, I can go home and do my laundry. Of yeah, either. right, So Pittsburgh right. seemed like a good kind of, it's about four, four and a half hour drive. Mm-hmm. So from from that point, how did you get started into stand-up then? Uh, just going to open mics. Yeah. And, and you, know, you meeting, said, yeah. Meeting people and hoping people would like me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've run my own shows at different times. There used to be a coffee shop in Beachview called Brew on Broadway. I ran a show out of there for a while. Uh, I've run shows out of the Funhouse at Mr. Smalls before. Uh, I've tried yeah. to get some other things started here and there. Um, I just, I love... How do you, how do you like th- putting on a show versus performing versus so doing So I, I really like... Putting hosting and like booking shows mm-hmm. because when I'm running a show, that means I get to put together the kind of show I'd want to see as an audience member. Yeah. Because a lot of Pittsburgh comedy shows, and, and I mean no offense to anyone who books their shows this way, uh, are just here's four generic white guys doing the same material for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And those can be really fun, but a lot of them just are that. Yeah. And so I really like having shows that are sampler packs of people that are not just you know, different gender identities and races or backgrounds, but also like, all right, this person's more of a storyteller. This person's more like a yeah, yeah. one-line set of punchline comic. So you're really getting a good taste of what stand-up can be. Because the whole thing that gets so tricky with stand-up is, you know, if you're going to a concert, it's like, all right, I'm going to see rap. I'm going to see country. Mm-hmm. You know at least what genre it is. Right. And with stand-up, well, it should be funny. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And right, it's almost like go to see music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so with my shows, I try to build a nice variety into it. That way, there's something for everybody there, and yeah. then maybe you get exposed to something like like I know there are times where I've had shows. Where it's like, all right, I bombed. I was not good tonight. And then there are shows. Where it's like, all right, I did. I think I did okay. That's just not my audience. They're not into what I do. Sucks, but that's part of the deal. Yeah, 
Have you ever done shows that, like, I know that you said that you like to do, like, you tell stories about your life yeah. and turn it into comedy, which I think is fantastic. Do you ever do shows that are not that, where it's just kind of, like, yeah, a I, line I, with a punchline? Yeah, I mean, I mean, even even when I'm writing jokes, like, I can write, like, fictional, just out-of-nowhere jokes. But I found the way I present myself on stage, I have to build them into a narrative. Yeah. Uh, like, I can't just say... Uh, I want to open up a ska themed restaurant. Uh, don't even try it, man. Well, no, 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 I, I want to open up. I want to open up a ska themed restaurant that does not deliver. Uh, your only options are to either eat there or pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Uh, so, like, I can write jokes like that, but I can't just present it that way. I have to build it into a narrative, like, "Hey, uh, I'm trying to work on some new business ideas. Let me pitch you folks some things," and then I'll do a string of things like that. Yeah. And you have done shows like that? What's yeah. That I mean, I mean even, even when I normally do stuff, it's, it gen- tends to be a mix of things. Or it's right. a lot of talking about my personal life and my experiences. Like, hey, here's the thing I went to. Let me tell you about it. Or here's, a, here's an idea I had the other day about myself. And what does this mean in the bigger picture? Yeah. Did you have to teach yourself? I've never asked this to, to a comedian before. Did you have to teach yourself on how to transition properly? Uh, yeah. I mean, everyone... Everyone does it differently uh, in terms of even how they write out sets. Yeah. Like for me, unless I'm doing more than 10, 15 minutes at this point, I don't even write out a set list. Yeah. Uh, I just like having that kind of like just bounce around, see how I feel. Uh, But for example, like in 2019 when I did my album, uh, that was like I really had to make sure that I took the time to figure out what order I wanted to do everything in so I could have a natural flow between things. Okay. Uh, and then there are comics who just don't care about transitions. Right. Um, and then, so it, it every, everyone has their own kind of thing. Like a lot of the time, I try to craft jokes with with layers to them mm-hmm. uh, that have like this. This sounds pretentious, and I'm sorry that sounds. Pretentious. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> jokes that have like a smart quality and like a more common quality to them. Yeah. And then I can usually pick up on the audience, like, okay, oh, you got the smart part of this joke. Yeah. Great. I can do more material like that. Yeah. Or you got the more common part. Like, yeah. I have this bit on my album about how I got to go to the 2015 Pirates Cups wildcard game mm-hmm. where the Pirates got just destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> and the game was basically over by the fourth inning, mm-hmm. which meant at that point there was one inning left for each of the five stages of grief. <laughs> and so I wrote this bit about watching an entire audience of people go through the five stages of grief together in by <laughs> inning in a baseball yeah. game. <laughs> And so I can usually tell if a crowd likes that at all, because uh, sometimes they don't. Yeah. Uh, I can usually tell, all right, are they into this because it's like a Pittsburgh sports joke? Yeah. Or are they into this because they get, like, the psychological aspect of it? Yeah, right. And then, okay, good. They like the psychological aspect of it? Great. I can do more, like, kind of heady jokes. So you feel like you almost, like, audible, like, while you're going to, yeah. to stay on the sports thing. Like, you have this. Okay, well, I feel like it went this way or this way, so I'm going to veer to the right Exactly. And then it's like a tree from there. Okay, well, yeah. then I'll, I'll go from there. And then I feel like that's more than like maybe somebody will go and I have a set. I want to do A, B, C, and D. Yeah. Where you're like, I want to do A. And if it works, then I'll do B or I'll do one or whatever. And yeah. then go from there. Yeah. And, and even like, okay, this is working. I'm going to do like the extended version of A. Okay, yeah. And then, oh, this isn't working. I'm going to shorten A. Right. Uh, and then you know, if, I'm, if I'm doing a longer thing, then there's a lot more care put into it. I think that's so cool, like, that part of it. Like, because everybody sees the performer, but, like, every performance is not the same. Like, maybe the person sitting there thinks, like, oh, this is what they do. 
But like see, hearing that or hearing other people like uh, Seneca Stone, I, I always like talking to him and I always come back to him. But I like talking to him because I really like to pick his brain because I feel like he's very intelligent when it comes to this stuff. I like and chatting comedy with him. Yeah, I, I just I it's just the the uh, cerebral part of it. Yeah. I think is is really cool. And even for me, like like when it comes to writing jokes. Uh, I don't write a lot of stuff down. Mm-hmm. If I write it down at all, it's it's a punchline. It's like a it's like a, a key phrase or a bullet point. Because mm-hmm. I found that when I write everything out word for word, I get too focused on getting my lines right. Yeah, than being like authentic and in the moment. Because my mm-hmm. style on stage, much like I'm just doing right now, yeah. is very conversational. Mm-hmm. Like like my act is just very one sided conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so I like keeping that tone versus the idea of like I have to make sure I get this line exactly right. Yeah. And then as I'm telling the joke time and time again. I'll switch up the order, like, all right, I'm going to try, like, if it has parts A, B, and C, mm-hmm. the first time I do it, I'm going to do it A, B, and C, and then I'll do it A, B, and C a few times, and then I'll try doing it, like, C, B, A, right. or B, C, A, mm-hmm. uh, and f- figure out, like, which is the best flow. Yeah. And which We've way heard to- people say that before, that they just kind of, like, take the same exact sentence, but switch up, diff- like, words in a different order. Yeah, or, like, if I write a joke that has, like, three kind of lines in it. Uh, mm-hmm. like, like there's this bit I'm working on uh, about how uh, a friend of mine this year invited me to go to Pride with her because she said you're a really good ally, but also I think you might be asexual. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it goes further into that about uh, doing more research and finding out the things I better uh, identify as are either like gray or demisexual, which means you only are really feel a sexual attraction to someone if you, very, if you feel a very strong emotional bond with them. Uh, but I don't like how those terms sound. And mm-hmm. so I've written out this bit kind of about yeah. that thing. And so I've got like three kind of key lines yeah. to it uh, that are like, you know, I, like, like, like gray sexual makes me sound like I'm a Lord of the Rings sex wizard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, demigod makes me things like, de, you know, demigods, Hercules, yeah, half yeah. man, half gods, or yeah. funkules, half man, half sexual. Yeah. Uh, Both sound like a lot of fun to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> Funkules should be the name of your next album. Honestly, <laughs> actually, actually I, if, I, if, I, if I ever do a second album, I do know the title of it already. Um, but the third part of that thing then, too, is also about feeling like imposter syndrome because other, regardless of having a very low sex drive, otherwise at Pride, I'm still just a cis white dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I have friends that are all over the, you know, spectrum yeah. of things and who have dealt real persecution in their life. And no one's ever going ever gonna to come up to me at a bar <laughs> being, being like, hey, I hear you're generally indifferent to fucking. <laughs> yeah. So, like, those are, like, the three main parts of it. And so, uh-huh. so as I'm working on that bit... I'll do them in different orders. Yeah. To see, like, okay, which works best. And so far, generally indifferent to fucking is the best one to close on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for, like, the <laughs> chunk. Yeah. It's yeah. just such a fun phrase. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. I yeah. Like that. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember when I saw it. Um, this is kind of a side note. But I remember seeing something, I think it was in the last year, because I remember seeing stuff from everybody. And, like, I, I remember clips. Did you do something in, like, uh, New Mexico. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've done the uh, Albuquerque Comedy Fest. Is that what it was? So, how was that? Great, fantastic. Was that in the last year? Yeah, I hope so I, I wasn't. I've done like it, uh, so <laughs> ten I've, years ago. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I did it this year. I did it last year. Okay, um, I performed at Albuquerque three times now. So, how does that go? Uh, it's great. I mean, uh, it's if anyone's a comedian that's watching or listening, it's a fantastic festival to look into. Albuquerque. Uh, is like dry Pittsburgh. Oh, really? Uh, like, they, 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 like it's a smaller scene. 
but everybody's really supportive and tries to lift each other up. Mm-hmm. I've met a lot of great performers there. Uh, one of my best friends years ago, a few years ago, uh, not even a few years ago, like two now, uh, moved to Albuquerque, and so I've got somebody to stay with. Yeah. So it was like, all right, how can I, what can I do to like visit my friend but also try to get some performances while I'm out there? And uh, everyone that runs that festival is so nice and accommodating. Yeah. It's a great festival. So, you know, fest- festivals are all, some require a submission fee, some don't. You submit your video, and if they like you, they tell you, hey, we'd love to have you come perform. And, again, every festival is different in terms of what they provide in terms of, like, travel or lodging or, or right. payment. Like, there have been festivals where it's like, all right, you are entirely on your own for everything. Yeah. Please come, and you're not going to get paid to perform. Yeah. But it's like a networking opportunity and a chance just to perform a new place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, other ones will be like, all right, you know, everyone in the festival will put you up at a hotel, but it's your job to get yourself here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So it, it's all it's all different, but Albuquerque was just fantastic it's a really cool town to visit mm-hmm. um it's neat albuquerque other than like all the breaking bad stuff yeah. uh, it is actually a higher elevation than denver colorado really yeah like albuquerque is over five thousand feet above sea level is it just the whole state is or are there mountains mo- mo- there? Mo- mo- i mean it's it, there's both so okay. they have these huge mountains in albuquerque that you can take a tram up to okay and when you take the tram to the top of the mountains uh, when you get to the top there, you're like 7,000 feet. Holy shit. Like, you can actually feel the air is thinner when you right, get to the right. top of the yeah, tram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The soda machines have to have signs on them that are like, make sure you tap this before you open <laughs> it or it will explode. It's <laughs> because great. of the pressure up here. Yeah. Uh, and it's a lot of beautiful desert land. Uh, a lot of the land there is native-owned, so yeah. you can drive around and be like, oh, there's Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's just, it's a really, really cool city to visit. I, uh, uh there's a great club uh, that recently opened there uh, in the past year or so called Dry Heat Comedy Club. Okay. Um, they do a lot – they do fantastic stuff for the local scene, um, and it's just – it's a really great welcoming place to perform. I'd say it's like my comedy home away from home at this point. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's cool to hear in, you know, just all the places, you know, local yeah. guys have been and, mm-hmm. and, you know, places like that. That's, that's really cool. I'm actually going – I think I'm going to Arizona and Utah in – April? April, Shay knows better than I. What am I going to say? But yeah, no, I'd, I'd like to go all down there. I'm, we're taking a van and just going to Zion and mm-hmm. some other things. But maybe I'll have to stop in Albuquerque, man. Yeah, if, yeah, if you get a chance, it's, it's like Bugs Bunny would say, man. Yeah, wrong turn at Albuquerque, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Uh, and there's a lot of really cool stuff to check out different places. Uh, one of my favorite traditions I do whenever I travel for comedy, like this year, I did festivals in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Portland, Maine. And um, Albuquerque mm-hmm. is because I'm a big old nerd. My my tradition is I like to check out different local comic shops wherever I perform. Okay, uh, just to just just to, like get the vibe. Uh, and I found really really cool stuff. And a lot of trips like in um, in Portland, Maine, I got a first edition copy of like the fifth issue of the original Ninja Turtles comic. Okay, uh, and in Albuquerque, uh, I had you ever have that thing where it's like okay. I know I can buy this. I can buy this and it won't ruin me. But I really shouldn't. Because if it were $50 more, it would ruin me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had that in Albuquerque and I had to go up to the guy running the shop and I'd be like, listen, I'm here performing. I'm from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, I can't fit this in my bag. Yeah. <laughs> what would it cost to have you ship this to Pittsburgh? Yeah. And the guy was really nice and didn't charge me any shipping or anything. Uh, so I have a thing of anima- original animation cells from the 90s Batman the Animated Series now. Okay, yeah. That's cool. That is super cool. That was uh, uh, 
Kevin Conroy. Yeah, just right. Died. He yeah, just died. Just right? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a shame. He, uh, he's like, he's, I feel like with all the Batman movies, he is like the voice of Batman. Well, definitely. And the, and the thing that's really sad for, for his career, I mean, he had an amazing career, but he's somebody who, uh, I don't know if you know, he was gay. Oh, no. And he, that's one of the reasons he ended up doing a lot of voice work, actually, was because he had a hard time finding work because he was an openly gay man. Huh. Uh, even him getting cast as Batman really surprised him. He dealt with a lot of, you know, he like he came out in the eighties, uh, like when AIDS, you know, the AIDS epidemic was yeah. going on and things. Uh, if you get a chance to look it up, you can find it a lot of places online now. DC Comics did like a Pride issue this year, and uh, Kevin Conroy actually wrote. He didn't draw, but he wrote like a ten-page story about his own life experiences of being hmm. a gay man and what it meant to become Batman. No, I I feel like by now I should, I would have heard that. And, I can't believe it now. And he and he was like six four, six five. Yeah, he, is when a he was great younger. Voice. When he was younger, he was in really good shape. <laughs> like he's somebody where, if I I think that if if you if you moved up his timeline, mm-hmm. he would have been an amazing live action Batman. Yeah. Um. But he he his anyone from that era of cartoons of Batman, Superman, the Justice League cartoon. They are all the definitive voices that I hear in my head every time I read a comic, mm-hmm. and they will be from the rest of my life. And like, if I ever have kids, I will raise them on that show and be like, "No, this is the voice you hear in your head for Batman." <laughs> let, let me ask you this, and then I do want to get into stuff to do in Pittsburgh stuff. But as far as long as we're on Batman, as far as the Joker goes, as far as say voice animation or in the in the movies, Heath yeah. Ledger, Mark Hamill, uh, everyone is Mark Hamill's the answer. Yeah, yeah, Mark. Again, it, everyone from that is, to me is the definitive. Okay, thing. yeah. Uh, like like Heath Ledger did a great job, and his take on it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Mark Hamill captures the most range. Yeah, because Heath Ledger just does kind of just does this like weird menacing anarchist Joker, but Mark Hamill had to do like the fun light Joker and the serious Joker, and the way he could take the voice up and go down and really bring so much. There, to the there really is such an art to voiceover, and I've, I've been more obsessed with this recently because I've there's this great documentary. I think it's called "I Know That Voice." Uh, it's I, a fanta- I was about to say it's a fan. I was going to bring that one up. It's, yeah. a, it's an amazing documentary. It's really, really good. I highly recommend it. But just the voiceover acting, like I, I think it's so cool anymore. And just like the emotion you get, like it's very different from just talking to like enunciating things and just uh, the way the voice goes. It's super cool. Mark Hamill is super good, and Kevin Conroy, like we were just yeah. saying about Batman, like he really is. He's the voice. To me, for Batman, there's these great videos on YouTube. They did they did them in a few comic conventions where they got like really big name voice actors, mm-hmm. uh, and they would do a live read of like the original Star Wars mm. script or things like that. Yeah, like a live table read, and every like seven or eight pages, they'd all change what voices they were doing for the characters. <laughs> really? So like, all right, uh, right now we're gonna have Pinky from Pinky in the Brain as Darth <laughs> Vader, and we're yeah. gonna have so it's all yeah. the actual people just switching up their voices back and forth. Oh, really? Reading <laughs> all these like reading the scripts of these movies, and yeah. they're so cool to watch. That's fun. That is cool. Well, I've seen that. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's uh, like I was saying. That documentary is really awesome. I I definitely recommend it. Zach, do you have uh, any shows coming up or anything that, uh, or anybody who's interested in finding any of your stuff? Yeah. Where can they so find it? Uh, first of all, like I mentioned, my album earlier, it's called Brains Are Weird. Uh, <laughs> you can find that on all the major online stuff: uh, Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. Amazon, Google, all the good things. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can find me on YouTube. Uh, my channel is called Joker Funk, oh. uh, which is nice <laughs> that I got. I picked that way before I started doing comedy. That was just, I love the Joker. My last name is yeah. Funk. Uh, <laughs> I out there. 
Uh, I'm also the co-host of a channel on YouTube called Is It Worth a Sandwich? Oh, okay. What, uh, what is that? So That's that, interesting. That is a mostly video game channel that I do with my roommate. Uh-huh. Uh, so my, my roommate at 37 is my, my, my <laughs> old college roommate because life is circular. Uh, <laughs> and the original concept of the channel is based on our old broke college student metric of if video game was good or not. Okay. Which was, I can eat dinner tonight or I can spend $10 at the exchange on a used PS2 game. <laughs> so, That's clever. So those episodes of the actual Is It Worth a Sandwich episodes are play game, eat food, tell you which is the better experience. <laughs> uh, but we also just do playthroughs of stuff. Uh, we do, uh, I work for a local distillery. He works for a different local distillery. Mm-hmm. So we both love cocktails and cocktail making. So we do a reoccurring episode uh, format called Drinks on the Internet. Okay. Where we make, uh, sometimes we find recipes, but we mostly make original <coughs> nerdy themed cocktails. Okay. Like we'll pick a TV show or a movie we really oh, love. Oh, fuck yeah. And do drinks inspired by props or characters. That. Yeah. Uh, so that's a really cool thing to like check the out. Shaken James Bond. I mean, that's obvious. But, yeah, but so, so we, like we've done, uh, like we've done uh, Adult Swim, okay. Gravity Falls, D and D. What are they drinking? Gravity Falls. Well, so, so like, like their character yeah. inspired Gravity. Falls. Oh, okay, okay. So for example, like we did a really sugary drink for Mabel called a Mabel Rita. Okay, uh, it's not a take on a margarita even, yeah. <laughs> but uh, or like uh, we did uh, for Grunkle Stan. Uh, we made the goal for Uncle Stan was to make the cheapest old fashioned possible. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we called it Grunkle Stan's New Fashioned. Okay, yeah. Why yeah. would you want the new thing? Kids want the old. Kids want the new. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's the idea: is try to capture like characters or yeah. props in the form of a drink. Yeah. Uh, so that's is it worth a sandwich? Check that out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, otherwise, I'm interested. I'm gonna check that out. And then uh, December 14th, you can catch me uh, at Arcade Comedy Theater. Uh, don't, that, that, that's the 14th is a Wednesday. Uh, so that night I'm hosting the open mm-hmm. mic, uh, open stage at Bottle Rocket. Okay. And then that Friday, uh, you can catch me at Arcade Comedy Theater as part of the Roast of Christmas. Uh, I'll be playing Jesus. Oh. Uh, and uh, much like my stance on religion, I don't believe in myself in or out character. <laughs> <laughs> so how, uh, briefly, before I do the stuff in Pittsburgh, how does that work? You just play a character and then they yeah. roast yeah, so, based so, on uh, who so, the character is? Yeah, I mean, so they said I'm doing a walk-on role, so I don't think I'm going to be there for the entire yeah. show. <laughs> but I've done things before where, like, uh, last year I was part of a holiday show that was the Roast of the Grinch. Okay. Uh, so I played the Lorax. Okay, yeah. Uh, and as the Lorax, I was actually on the Grinch's side. Uh-huh. Uh, I just figured the Lorax should be anti-Christmas because of all the trees getting cut down. Yeah, really. Uh, so it ends up being, yeah, it's like the, like the Comedy Central roast, yeah. things like yeah, that. Yeah. But everyone's yeah. in character. You write your jokes as if you're that character. You're talking to those characters, yeah, things yeah, yeah. like that. Okay, yeah. That, yeah. that definitely seems interesting. Definitely check Zach out on all of that. Shay, let's get into the stuff to do in Pittsburgh very mm-hmm. briefly, and uh, okay. let's discuss all of this stuff. Hey guys, it's Britta, back again with yet another round of things to do in Pittsburgh this weekend. And of course, it's December, so you know we have to start off with the return of Lawrenceville's 2022 cookie tour, happening Saturday, December 10th, and Sunday, December 11th at 12 p.m. Guests are welcome to visit their favorite local businesses to collect some yummy cookies. There are over 50 shops participating in this year's edition, so grab a map and see how many you can visit. And of course, eat all the cookies in the world. Once you're done with your cookie tour, head over to Hidden Harbor's Malakalika Maka, 
hopefully I pronounced that well, um, holiday party at Golden Age Beer Company. Activities include a holiday market curated by Pittsburgh Vintage Mixer, tropical holiday cocktails, beer and eats by Golden Age, live soul DJs all day long, and tons more. If you're a morning person, you definitely want to check out Breakfast with Santa on Saturday at Recon Brewing. Tickets include a complimentary photo with Santa plus a holiday craft. It really is fun for kids of all ages. And lastly, we highly recommend heading over to Mindful Brewing in Carnegie for their third installment of Comedy Night featuring local comedians and delicious brews. You won't want to miss this. Yins will be laughing for the entire night, we promise. And for details on all of these events, plus even more happenings in the Berg, like a downtown holiday Pittsburgh guide, light shows all throughout the city and around Pittsburgh, definitely check out our weekend guide. It is full of everything you need to have fun. Hopefully that made sense. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. The wonderful ladies from Stuff to Do in Pittsburgh. Um, Zach. There's there's a comedy show at Mindful Brewing. Have you been there at all? Uh, I have not been to that one. No. They, they it seems like Mindful is is supportive at least of the comedy scene re, uh, locally. Yeah, they, no, they, it seems like they always have. Uh, that's I, I, one thing I have to say for breweries. I feel like breweries oh. are are very supportive of that. It's Schneider's. It's that Schneider's beer. Schmores. Schneider's. Schmores. You oh yeah, yeah. Schneider's oh, one, I did. It was Mindful. It was that yeah, yeah, Schneider's yeah. one. It was the iced tea. And it was a tea one. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which is hilarious because that's like. That's all I drank as a kid. So when I grew up in uh, Mc, uh, McDonald, that's all that they had at this one, one like one little gro- like little gas station that didn't have gas uh, was <laughs> yeah. Schneider's iced tea in the carton, like yeah. a milk carton. It was like the greatest thing ever. So like when you brought that, it was like a flashback to childhood. Is Schneider's a cool. McDonald thing? Schneider's is everywhere, but like in McDonald, that was like oh. the only tea that. You There's drank. no Turner's there. Oh, we didn't. I didn't even know about Turner's until I moved. From North Carolina to here to like Beaver County. Have you had Turner's since? And what do you think? I think I may have may may have had it once or twice. Okay, it's not rememberable. Oh, I if, I, I don't drink I've it, so I don't it. I don't I don't like iced tea. Yeah, I'm I'm not an iced tea guy. I think I've had Turner's like orange drink. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm I'm with you on that. I I, I think it was orange drink. It yeah. was either that. I don't that, even know what that is. Well, it's a drink that's orange. Yeah. And it sums like it all up in the name, man. It's like a whiskey yeah. sour. Orange flavored? Yeah. It's yeah. a whiskey sour. Yeah, it, Gin and tonic. Yeah, no. It's all, it's, yeah. yeah, or, yeah orange, I love or, orange drink. <laughs> is, it's, it's like, it's like, it's not quite orange Kool-Aid. Yeah. Or orange soda. Yeah. It's, it's like, here's some sugar and some water and some orange food coloring. Oh, okay. Here like, you go. Yeah. And we got some artificial like flavors. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. 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 It, it'll smell like an orange. Yeah. I grew out of drinking like iced tea. I like to make my own tea. Oh. But if I had to go and get an iced tea, it would be Schneider's. Yeah. They, I like that they have the, like, they have the gallon, but it's the miniature gallon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Like the little. Yeah. Whatever. Quart or whatever it is. But it's, yeah. just, it's the same thing. So it just makes you, so you know. <laughs> it's yeah. literally so cute. Shay, uh, they have the cookie tour. That sounds pretty exciting. I would Stop do that in. immediately. No, that, that sounds really neat. Yeah. What is, what's the, what's your favorite cookie, Shay? Holiday season. There's a cookie table. You go to a wedding. What's the cookie you look out for, Zach and Shay? Don't ask Shay. I have no clue. You don't know a cookie? So, for Fuck. me, I hate lady locks. Don't ask me. <laughs> shit. For, for me, it's it's not a it's not a cookie, but if it's a if it's like a cookie table at a wedding, yeah, they often have Buckeyes there. Okay. I yeah, love, yeah. I love a good bu- anything like peanut okay, butter. Buckeyes definitely good. Yeah, um, but if we're speaking cookie, I'm gonna go chocolate, barely baked chocolate chip. Okay, I, I think, but that's me- not gonna be at a wedding. 
there a lot of places don't make them, but I really like uh, like toffee chip. Okay, if, so basically making like a chocolate chip, but you use like crushed up like Heath bars. Okay, it's really yeah good. yeah yeah. I've had those; those are delicious. Yeah, the I've, texture difference yeah. is nice. Nobody yeah. makes them, but I feel like I feel like the wedding cookie is same with like the Christmas cookie, the holiday cookie, where it's like. You like like ten percent of it, and then the rest is just filler. Like yeah. nobody eats that. What cookie is it? There's like the little powdered things that look like a croissant that I feel like nobody eats. Isn't that a lady lock? Or it's I did, filled? I think, I think that's a. I think that's a lady lock. Yeah. Is yeah, it? it's like a tube, okay. and it's like filled, and it's croissanty, and <laughs> maybe I don't know. People, dude, people will like kill their grandmas for a fucking any lady any. Lock, there's like the them. the waffle looking thing that's like anise flavor, or whatever, yeah, which is just the, uh, exists it just for old flat? people. It's just a flat. Waffle cookie. Yeah, it looks like the unleavened uh, yeah. like host uh, from yes. uh, you'd get they, at church have, or whatever. But it's disgusting. Name. I can't think of it. They did you see the ones that they make that have? They're literally like a waffle cookie, but they're kind of softer and they have a filling, usually caramel, a very like a very small filling, and it's it's round and it's the perfect size of a mug. Because you're supposed to make hot coffee or hot tea and set it on top of there, and then it softens it and it kind of melts that caramel, oh. and you eat it like that. There's uh, Stroop waffles, is that what they call them? Um, I think it's the name. Maybe at least they're something good. Like that. They're yeah. good even without the. Without That's a good the, idea. Whatever it is, regardless. Yeah, man. they sell them all over the place. I don't know when they came out. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, your favorite cookie, Christopher? What's my favorite cookie? Um, How about the zebra cakes? While you're thinking. The zebra cakes are fine. Okay, but do you think the Christmas ones are better? Yeah. The zebra cake is not a cookie. No, no, no. I said while he was thinking. Oh, okay. yeah. The, that was just a uh, random thought. Uh, I, you know what I think I, that the Christmas. I don't know if it counts as a, a, a cookie, but like those pumpkin things with the, the orange icing. I'm a big fan of those. I like the you pumpkin, pumpkin. cookies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the basic. True. I like a snickerdoodle. I like a chocolate chip, okay. man. Yeah, a snickerdoodle good. slap, man. If you're making me a regular, co- like basic cookie like that, like a snickerdoodle chocolate chip, I want it. I want it gooey. Pull it out the oven, gooey. Let yeah. it let it finish cooking on its own, and yet it's still extremely. That's soft. key because what you need to do is you need to cook it, and then it'll feel like it's not cooked enough. Ex- but you pull it out, it out, you let it sit. You got to let it sit. It's man. gonna keep cooking. Why don't people? You got to let that? it sit. Yeah, absolutely. Then you get it, and then it's not it's too hard. You leave it in there perfect. until it feels like it's cooked. Oh, it's, it's too late, Shay. It's too late at that point, man. I'm not eating your shit cookies. Absolutely now. not at that point. <laughs> now you, you gotta, piss me off. You cannot come over. <laughs> what you need, you got to take it. You cook it. At, it'll say cook it at whatever temperature. You drop that ten. Oh, you drop, drop it, it ten at least minimum. And you don't cook for the full extent, and then you check on it. Okay. You baby that, then you get there. When you feel it, you, mm-hmm. it's trial and error, man. It's it not is. something you, you go into. You don't, right. You don't learn it right away. Yeah. Trial and error. You need at least three batches. I've, I've worked in the restaurant I work at right now for eight years, okay, on December 1st. I want to kill myself. But anyway, <laughs> I, I've worked there for eight years, and I used to work in the kitchen. I, it yeah. took me four years, Shay, four years to figure out how the oven worked with the snickerdoodle, with the white macadamia nut one, and the chocolate chip. They all cook on different levels on different things, but I have it done, and- there's a science to cookies, there man. Is. There's a you science. Right. It's uh, the thing they say with like with uh, cooking. It's just like you you know you cook, but baking is a science with things. Yep. you do. You you really do need to like learn it, that's and why, it is consistent. With that's that. why I don't. That's, that's why I don't bake. Yeah, I think that's why I like baking more. Like if somebody was like, "Hey, you know, we're having like a gathering. Mm-hmm. What do you want to bring? You can bring any type. You can bring a finger foods. You can bring a bake. You can bring yeah. a, a plate. Like you can bring whatever you want. I'm going straight for baking." Okay. I don't give a shit if you give me like just make a dip. Like what? no, I'm not doing that. 
What's your signature dish? I don't really have one. I'll literally bake whatever is given to me. I'm not really afraid to bake. Like I feel you could bake a pie right now and come. Yeah. If I said Shay, I need you to bring me a Dutch apple pie. You could you could make it from scratch. You think I won't have it delivered to your house fucking Wednesday? (laughs) Oh. Don't, because you know that I will. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. I'm super confident. Now, if you were to, like, make me, like, a Thanksgiving meal, I'd be like, mm-mm. Yeah. No. You get canned green beans. Yeah. And an already cooked fucking turkey. I'm with you. With I, no I kinda, bone. Yeah. I feel like there's more pressure when you cook versus the baking. Like, yeah. I feel like, to, I feel like to they me, give you more. The way around, because I, I like, like, I come from, like, my, my mom loves to cook. Yeah. Hates to bake, and I pick that up from her. I don't, I don't love to cook, but I enjoy it when I have, the, like, the energy and time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because you can have that thing of like, yeah, that's about the right amount. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, you can play with it more. Right, right. And baking is like, oh, you put in one extra <laughs> grain of salt. Yeah. You're going yeah, you're to hell now. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is, I think though. that's why I like it because it's so, so particular. Like, it, like you have to, like, yeah. on point. Yeah. And maybe it's just the fact that I'm, like, attention at detail. Yeah. Or it's the the the... The, the feeling that you get when it comes out and it's fucking delicious and you're like, yeah. like obviously. I feel like with baking, you need it pretty precise to just put out what is like the normal thing where like cooking is like you have more control but you have like a higher ceiling to like. Yeah. I could create something incredible with baking. It's like we want you to hit what it is. You yes. can only fuck it up from that point. Uniformity. Yeah. Right. You want it to be consistent. The baked Alaska that I had there, I want it to be as good here. But with this, maybe the saute you do with the stir fry vegetables with the halibut, maybe it's better there than there because right. you threw a little, uh, you know, extra Thai chili sauce or whatever it is. Yep. Whatever. As a bartender, I was running into people like, oh my God, this was so good. And I'm like, yeah, well, you came to like a bar that has good things. Right. You know, that's if, one if, of the if, things. If, if, yeah, you go, if you're going to like a shitty Southside bar and having <laughs> Mickey an old fashioned was like, you know, here's well, old granddad yeah. and yeah. And we got some freezer yeah. burnt cherries. Yeah. That we haven't been there since like this, since, since Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> since Jonathan the tortoise was around. Yeah. Oh, you were here for that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I heard I, 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 yeah. I got that. 190. Yeah. Out here living his best life. He has so many secrets. Zach. It was he's, it was Andrew Jackson so was president things. when this tortoise was alive, man. There's forty presidents. Forty since. presidents. Yeah. It's insane, man. He's been alive double Betty White's age. Yeah, uh, double plus ten, man. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or wait, she was more than ninety. She was. She was. She, she, she was ninety nine. He she? was ninety when she was, was born. born. That's what threw me off. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't yeah. she like? She was ninety nine. It was. She She's died like, like this. Uh, she died probably around this time last year. Her birthday year. was in what January yeah. or February. I think it was in January. January. I thought if she was, was extremely close to being 100. Yeah. yeah, and I think the worst part about being like 199 is there's so many generations that aren't calling you. Oh, she died on December 31st, 2001, and her birthday was January 17th. That makes me yeah. we're, we're not, talking two and a half not, weeks. Well, not 2001. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not right at all. <laughs> she, was, she was born. Where did I get that? <laughs> she, yeah. She died in, in 2021 and was born in 1922. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, was, yeah. was that her ghost all those times? Yeah. Like Craig Ferguson? Yeah. <laughs> she died 10 years ago. It's just been it's the Michael Jackson hologram. <laughs> oh, but, <laughs> but no, uh, that's insane. I, I think, I don't know. I think that's so cool, Zach, with uh, everything you have going on. You said with Bottle Rocket on Wednesdays. Check that out. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, once a month Wednesdays. Usually. Oh, that's once a month? Yeah, usually the second Wednesday of the month. Okay. Where is Bottle Rocket? I've, I've, uh, Allentown. I've... Oh, okay. Oh, so, that's not that far. Do you know where um, like Black Forge is in Allentown? 
Uh, the coffee. Do you know if like you know where the police station is? Okay, yeah, it's yeah, right. Yeah. It's right in that yeah. kind of corner. Okay, yeah. It's it's old like uh, some kind. The building itself is like one of those old like us like members only bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They closed down like thirty years ago. <laughs> and it was just a vacant building for a long time. Mm-hmm. It was going to be a restaurant, and then that fell through, and then they were able to get it and turn it into like a club, and it's a really cool place. Yeah. I, I've only heard good things about it. Um, but thank you so much for, for coming on, especially with the late notice. Oh, I appreciate no, my, you being here, my man. My pleasure. I mean, really, if I weren't here, I'd be at home playing Fallout. So. Oh, well, <laughs> you know what? I appreciate you taking the time, man. <laughs> I'm glad to know. Any, anytime. I'm glad to yeah. fill in where I can. I'm, I'm just glad it worked out that I saw your post. and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't live far away. I don't work far away. This is that is that's super yeah, and that's, that's one well. thing. I just moved. I used to live right down the street and then I moved back to Beaver County yeah. for work. And I, I I love it having the the podcast from Bellevue because mm-hmm. it's 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 a centralized location kind of it's closer to the city plus like we do there's a mic here every Thursday like yeah. I feel like I, I I would like to bring more people in here I think this is a cool venue and uh, you know I like having new people in here and like I said Zach I've uh, you've been on my radar I'd like to have you on before and I'm I'm glad this is the opportunity yeah. we got to have you on yeah it was an absolute pleasure thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dustin. Dustin had to leave. So if, if, if you're watching, he didn't just, you know, pass out. For, you know, his throat didn't close up from the beer or anything. Damn you, Thanos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I guess uh, he had a heart out. So uh, thank you. Thank you to Dustin for stopping on. Thank you, Zach. Shay, it's been a pleasure to see you in your Christmas vest. Your Christmas best. Look at you. Literally here with bells on. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have it no other way with you, Shay. It's wonderful to see you. It's but my pleasure being here. For, for Dustin, <laughs> for Zach, for Shay, I'm Chris. Thank you for listening. I'm going to say I'm so happy yeah. that I was allowed to be part of your day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the show to catch the latest episodes and share with your friends. We can't promise not to embarrass you. And if you just can't get enough, follow us on Instagram at Poor Man's Podcast 412, Twitter at Poor Man's Pod 412, and Facebook. This is Pittsburgh's own Poor Man's Podcast signing off. See you next week. I need a beer.